Welcome to the Scammed Wellness Podcast. Today's episode is going to be different. Instead of diving into a wellness scam or scandal, I'm coming to you with a more personal episode, as June marks the first birthday of Scammed Wellness. I thought it would be a great opportunity to share my personal experience on why I chose to create Scammed Wellness, what I hope to provide my listeners, and where I see Scammed Wellness going in the future. Sit back, relax, and let's get into it. The wellness industry is now a trillion dollar business that is fastly growing thanks to various factors like social media. Inevitably, this brings misinformation. I have studied health and nutrition for the past 10 years and have a master's in human nutrition. Throughout my personal and academic journey, I have discovered the dark side to health and wellness. Scammed Wellness is a podcast dedicated to breaking down the scams, scandals, and swindles within the wellness industry. I bring to you my personal experiences and my scientific knowledge delivered to you through a method of storytelling to help you make informed decisions when it comes to your own personal health and wellness. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I know it's been a while, but Scammed Wellness continues on. The podcast had to take a backseat for a while as I finished up my master's degree in my dietetic internship. I'm happy to be back on the mic, though. I miss the podcast so much, and I find it a huge motivator in getting me through those last months of grad school and the internship. I graduated in May of this year, and since finishing, I have been reflecting a lot on my time in school. Honestly, there is no other version of myself that I know other than a student. I have worked different jobs as a student, full-time, part-time, and odd jobs in between, but I always knew I was working towards something larger, my career. Now, as I navigate working as a dietitian, I know one thing is for certain, and that is my why. Why I chose to study nutrition and become a dietitian. Remembering my why is a mental tactic that I've used for years now, and how I came to learn about this mental hack is not from a psychologist or a peer-reviewed textbook or in psychology class, no. It was during my time in a wellness multi-level marketing company. If you're not familiar with what a multi-level marketing company is, go back to a few podcasts ago. I want to, I can't even remember the episodes that it's on. I dive into, I think, oh, it's the essential oil episode. So I dive into doTERRA and Young Living, which are two essential oil multi-level marketing companies. Listen to that episode. I dive more into like the definition of a multi-level marketing and what what that is. Okay, so let's get back to the whole concept of remembering your why. So the CEO of this company and my quote-unquote upline, as they would call themselves, if you know, you know, would spit out this type of motivational rhetoric all the time to get the people at the bottom motivated to push sales. Although the language used was extreme, for example, the person would say something like, If cold messaging makes you feel uncomfortable, remember your why. Remember the feeling of not being able to pay your bills and how you felt in that time and why you chose this business to change your life. Yeah, super toxic. I had a lot of unlearning to do after leaving this company. But the thing is, is that this concept of remembering your why isn't new. And they certainly didn't come up with this method of thinking Remembering my why is one of the good things I took from my time in that culty company because ultimately that experience led me to my why, why I pursued nutrition, and why I'm sitting here today talking to you on this podcast. 
I say it all the time that finding my career path wasn't linear. I had no idea what a dietitian was until I was 23. And honestly, I feel like bumpy paths are more of the norm for most people anyways. I originally worked as a physical therapist technician in 2014. I had just been rejected, sort of. I was an alternate candidate for the physical therapy assistant program at my junior college. I was speaking to my advisor about ways I could become a more competitive candidate when she mentioned me taking nutrition science to help boost my science GPA. I laugh now because she said it would be an easy A, and that is when I first began to realize that people thought nutrition was just an easy science. Two degrees later, in extensive classes like organic chemistry, biochemistry, I can assure you nutrition is not an easy science by any means. I took the class because one, I thought I could get an easy A and it would get me into my desired program. And two, I had just started the wellness MLM and thought I could leverage my knowledge in the business. Side note, it's both cringy and embarrassing to talk about this time in my life because I made, I was mocked heavily by the people around me for being part of an MLM, which to their defense made sense because I would cold message all of them all of the time, every single day, be in their DMs, just throwing up a script like, hey girl, I have this product. If you know, you know, once again. <laughs> I also think it's important for me to be transparent in my story because I believe we we have or we will be scammed at some point in our lives, maybe to various degrees. And the more we talk about it, the more we share our story, the more awareness we spread to stop things like misinformation or disinformation or, you know, myths, misconceptions, etc. So this nutrition science class would put me at a crossroads between my career paths because I fell in love with it. Nutrition seemed like such a mysterious and intriguing topic that I wanted to know more and more about. It felt that everyone around me had different viewpoints on nutrition and didn't fully understand it, and I wanted to unlock the code. Yeah, I know, that sounds dramatic. It was. I started to look up careers in nutrition, and I found out that the best route in nutrition was becoming a registered dietitian. Now, I'll get into the difference between a registered dietitian and a nutritionist later on. But this is the career that I landed on. After talking to many of my peers, my professors, friends, and family, I decided to make a switch, move away and major in nutrition at a university two hours away from home, which was both freeing and scary at the same time. I decided to finish my basic studies at my junior college because I knew it would be cheaper. And in the fall of 2016, I started my undergraduate studies in nutrition and dietetics. At this time, I was still involved in the wellness MLM and trying to utilize that for my main source of income while focusing on my studies. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> but the more I learned in school, over time, the more I came to realize that the shit I was selling was just that, a load of bullshit. Had it not been for my best friend at the time, who was the one to convince me to join her team a few years ago, I would have quit the day I realized this company was predatory and unethical. But that's the thing with friendships, you want to hold on to them any way you can. It ultimately was a nasty verbal battle between me and this friend and our opposing views. And my continued studies in nutrition science that broke me out of the clutches of this MLM. 
The more I studied science, research methods, public health, and ethics, the more I realized the damage companies like the one I was with were predatory towards individuals in the demise of health. It had nothing to do with improving people's health and everything to do with getting people to join your team and make everyone at the top more money. And throughout all my years in school and in the health and wellness world, I have realized that they are not the only ones doing this. Scamming people in the name of health and wellness, which is why I started Scam Wellness. Being on both sides of a topic is interesting because you bring such a vast perspective to the narrative. That company created a lot of financial and personal damage for me, as do most MLMs, to so many people. And in time, I've learned to leverage my experiences so that I can educate and hopefully help bring awareness so that others aren't taken advantage of like I was. I think we can all agree the drama around scams and scandals are interesting, but also unfortunate. My intentions with Scammed Wellness are to provide knowledge around wellness scams, to help you create tools that positively impact your health, and allow you to make informed decisions around your own health that are backed by scientific evidence. We all come from different backgrounds and so many things like culture, belief systems, lived experiences, and our environment impact not only our health, but also our perception. For example, it took me a few years to see between the lines of the toxic wellness MLM that was ultimately targeting vulnerable people's desperation to make money, find a community, and provide some sort of positive impact in the world. Not to mention, because I was in this health and wellness MLM, they were also targeting like your views around your own health and you know they were marginalizing on your insecurities and trying to profit off that even the smartest people can be scammed and in a world where diet culture and wellness culture exist it's hard to escape the preconceived ideas we have around things like nutrition fitness and health add to that a poor healthcare system in the united states and it just it's a recipe for disaster, which is why I feel that as a future dietitian, so close, just studying for my credentialing exam now, it's my responsibility to be a beacon into the world of the wellness unknown, to help educate and provide resources to as many people as I can so that we can focus on preventative measures when it comes to our health, not to mention how unethical it is for untrained professionals to talk about things like medical nutrition therapy, Remember when I told you I'd get into the difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist? Now's the time. A dietitian, a registered dietitian, is someone who has sought out rigorous training through a bachelor's, master's, and a dietetic internship and has studied topics such as biochemistry, food science, anatomy and physiology, organic chemistry, research methods, and so, so, so much more. On top of completing a 1,000 to 1,200-hour internship that consists of clinical, community, and specialty settings. Additionally, you then have to sit for a credentialing exam, similar to the bar, which what lawyers take, or the MCAT, which is what medical doctors take, to be credentialed as a dietitian, meaning you can legally practice dietetics and work with individuals providing medical nutrition therapy. So yes, that means working with individuals who have diseases and conditions through nutrition interventions. A nutritionist is not a regulated term, which means anyone can call themselves a nutritionist. And many health coaches on social media do just that. 
And the thing is, is that these individuals usually obtain an online certification. Maybe they have a bachelor's in nutrition, which is great, but their scope around nutrition is very surface level and they are not the expert. It's like going to a new doctor and you find out that they took an online class and obtained a certificate in medicine. You'd be hesitant, I hope. And while I believe everyone can gain knowledge around a topic, and I encourage that, in forming their own own opinions, it becomes a problem when opinions don't match what the research is actually saying. And I don't mean one article on the topic. I mean an accumulation of research that's been done, it's been replicated and peer reviewed. And that in that peer review, what I'm meaning is that it's been criticized and it's been redone and, and all of those things. It's not like, oh, we looked at it, it's good. It also becomes problematic when someone tries to promote or sell something based on poor evidence and logical fallacies that could lead to hurting people instead of helping. Hint, 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 multi-level marketing. Experts don't need to sit in their ivory towers and be snubby and tell people they're wrong. Instead, with the movement of social media and technology, I see more and more communicators of science happening a lot. And I love that because science shouldn't be a form of gatekeeping. And how we do science is by sharing it, analyzing it, and repeating it over time. Science is allowed to change and evolve, and that's all part of the scientific method. June marks one year since I've been hosting Scammed Wellness, and within this one year, I've learned so much about the wellness industry, about holes within consumer safety, and about how important this podcast is for so many people. I love when someone tells me they listened to the podcast or that an episode resonated with them. I'm still in shock each time someone tells me that they listened to an episode. And with that, I just want to say thank you to anyone who has ever listened to the podcast, shared the podcast in any way, and for those who have left reviews. It means the world to me because I can see the future of Scammed Wellness, and I plan to do big things with the podcast. Eventually, I would love to have guests come on from people sharing their experiences to experts in different fields to help with the wellness myth busting. Of course, my main goal And the mission of Scammed Wellness is to bring awareness to health and wellness scams, to help prevent harm, and to push for better and more accessible healthcare. In celebration of Scammed Wellness's one year, I'm hosting a fundraiser through No Kid Hungry. Share Our Strength is a registered 501 nonprofit organization that organizes the No Kid Hungry campaign, working to feed children. According to the recent data from No Kid Hungry, one in eight children in the United States are living with hunger. That's nine million children. Access to food is a major burden and is caused by several factors such as grocery store options and cost. Summer is also a major time kids experience more food insecurity because they don't always have school as an option for breakfast and lunch. For every $10 we raise, we can connect a child to 100 meals. That's powerful. If Scammed Wellness has brought you any form of value this year, this is a huge way you can give back. If you're in a place to donate, you can find the fundraiser on the at Scammed Wellness podcast Instagram page. You can also find a link in the show notes to donate or head to the Scammed Wellness Instagram page. Remember, anything makes an impact, even just $1.
Once again, thank you for listening, and I'm excited for many more years to come. If you'd like to support the podcast in other ways, you can follow Scammed Wellness on Instagram, leave a review, and share the episode with a friend. Stay well and stay skeptical.